Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week, we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high-frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. Child how to read. Do you know if they're actually reading the words versus just memorizing the words? A lot of parents will come to me and say, Erin, I'm worried that my child is just memorizing the words in their, this book and they're not actually reading the words themselves. So if you're worried about that, this video is going to give you three tips that can help you make sure your child is actually reading the words and not just memorizing the words. In case you don't know me, my name is Erin. I'm from littleselflearning.com. I'm a former classroom teacher. I have my master's in early childhood education, and I spend my time educating parents and other teachers how to teach their kids to read correctly based on the science of reading. And one of the things we want to get away from in education is the idea that kids memorize words. We don't memorize whole words. That is not how our brain reads. We actually remember words because we store the audio files in our brains and we've matched those audio files, those sounds to printed letters. So we've matched the phonemes, the sounds to the graphemes, the printed letters. And once we've done that a few times, it gets orthographically mapped into our brains so that we can read it by sight. When we look at that word, we know that word automatically, but it's not because we stored the word visually in our brain. It's not because we memorized the word. It's because we have the audio files in our brain and we've matched those audio files to letters, which is pretty cool. It also makes sense because we as humans have been speaking way longer than we've been reading and writing. So our brains are wired for speech, but our brains are not wired for reading and writing. This, these printed letters that are still relatively new in evolutionary terms. So if your child is learning how to read and you're thinking, hmm, do they actually know how to read that word or have they memorized that word? I am gonna give you three tips to make sure that your child is actually reading the words and not just memorizing them. My first tip for you is to make sure your child can read what we call nonsense words. Nonsense words are words that can be decoded, but they might not make sense standing on their own. So if your child can read a word such as sat, they should be able to read the word zap, cug, and piv. Even though those aren't real words, those are nonsense words, they should be able to read them because they know their consonants and their short vowels. That's what we mean by nonsense words. So instead of having your child read actual words that they have maybe seen before, you wanna pull out nonsense words, words that they have never seen before, but that follow the spelling patterns that they've learned. So in this case, these are CVC words, consonant, vowel, consonant words, and they should be able to read all of these words. If they can read sat, but they can't read these other words, that's an indication that they perhaps they have memorized sat, 
as sat, but that they're not using their phonics to decode these other words. So that's where you would want to start. You would want to give them opportunities to read nonsense words so that you're making sure that they're actually using their phonics skills to decode the words. My second tip for you is if you think your child has memorized words, let's say in a book they're reading, you can pull those words out of the book and write them on a whiteboard and have your child read them on the whiteboard to see if they can read them. So let's say, for example, they were reading this book. This is a Bob book called Pip and Pog. Bob books are really helpful because they are decodable books. So they follow a scope and sequence. So your child should be able to decode all of the words in this book if they've learned all of those phonics skills. So let's say they've read this book over and over again and you feel like, hmm, they seem to just have memorized some of these words. Find a page and you're gonna pull out the words from the page and write them on a whiteboard. So if they can read it in this book and they have no problem with that, let's see if they can read it on this whiteboard. So ran, pog, cop, into, bop, and saw. If they know these words standalone and they don't need it in this sentence or in this book, then they are decoding the words. If they can read this page, Pog ran into Pip, but they can't read on here Pog or ran or into, then most likely they have just remembered and memorized that that's what it says on that page. So you wanna pull out the words and put them on a whiteboard and see if they can read them standalone. My third tip for you, and probably my favorite tip, cover the pictures. If your child is reading a book that has pictures and you're worried that they've memorized the book or that they're using the pictures as clues, cover those pictures. In fact, that's what I did when I was teaching my son to read. Every time he read a new book, I covered the pictures first to make sure that he could decode all of the words on his own without any clues. So let's go back to our book, Pip and Pog. If I am reading this book with my child, I am making sure that I'm covering these pictures because the first sentence is, Pip was a pig. Well, if your child can see this picture, they're gonna know that's a pig. So if they're seeing the P, they might guess that it's a pig. So we wanna go ahead and cover that up to make sure that they cannot guess that Pip is a pig based on the picture. And we keep going. This one says, Pip had a big car. So we wanna make sure we're covering up this picture that we're not showing Pip in his big car because that is going to give them a clue. Cover that up. Same over here. Pog was a dog. Well, if they don't have the picture clue here, they're gonna have to read this sentence and they're gonna have to know that d-og is dog because they're not gonna be able to use that clue that he's a cute little dog there. So you wanna make sure that you cover up those pictures. In fact, in my program that I teach, it's called Play for Reading Success. I teach parents how to teach their children to read. I include decodable books in that program that don't have any pictures. It is just sentences. It is just words that your child has to decode on their own without any picture clues. And the reason I do that is so pointed. It's very specific. It's because I don't want your child to use any picture clues to decode those words. So if you do have a book with pictures, that's okay, but cover those pictures up. I hope this information was helpful for you today. If you are worried your child is memorizing words, try these tips, see if they can read the words, if they can decode them on their own. If they are still struggling, please feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, 
Don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at Littles Love Learning Blog. Happy learning!